Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, for over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the mighty sports byline SB Nation radio network. Yes, the man was correct, he rarely airs. My name is Pedro Fernandez, the longest reigning undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race, folks, defending that title not for better than 34 years. Straight up today, we're talking Earl Spence, obviously, tremendous winner last night, first round knockout winner over a gentleman from Tijuana, Ensenada, Mexico. Tough guy, but he got dropped by his own wares. What I'm talking about, he got killed to the body. Couple body shots, the fight was over. It ended the first round. We'll hear from Earl Spence and Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys as well, on today's show. Open phone lines all around the planet. The show's yours if you want to take part. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. That's our listener line. Of course, the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. Shoot me a text, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Wow, the WL Life Flyweight Champion, talking about Angel Acosta, was in action last night, retained that title, 18-1 now, 18 knockouts. Holy cow, knocked out Carlos Botrago, 34 and 30 wins, 4 losses, and a draw, 17 wax in Puerto Rico Saturday night. Incredible win for the young man at 108 pounds the World Boxing Organization champion. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide right here on the South San Francisco, um, I mean the San Francisco studios of the Sports Byline Studios, of course. As I said to you, this is Ring Talk, hour number one of two. We'll talk boxing, hour number one. Hour number two, of course, we'll switch gears and talk to mixed martial arts. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Now, let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. The U.S. Senior Open Championship returns to Colorado Springs during the Broadmoor Centennial Celebration. Don't miss your chance to see Tom Watson, Fred Couples, Davis Love III, Kenny Perry, Bernhard Langer, and John Daly as they compete for the most sought-after title in the senior game. Ticket prices start at just $20. Get yours today at 2018USSeniorOpen.com. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. You sure know your boxing. Well, all I know is never bet on the white guy. I didn't say it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Wow. What can I say about Earl Spence? He made a statement. I talked to you yesterday on yesterday's show about how Bud Crawford, of course, the ascending junior welterweight WBO champion, moved up to 147 pounds, captured that crown by slaying Manny Pacquiao's uh, slayer uh, in nine rounds. I'm talking about Jeff Horn. And, you know, that was not a statement. Last night, Earl Spence and Carlos Ocampo, that was a statement. When you go out there and drill somebody right away, a lower echelon fighter, a guy that's not really on the top tier of your division, you should go out there and you should make a statement. That's what those guys are for. I talked about Ray Leonard, Ray Charles Leonard, Sugar Ray Leonard, baby. 1980, of course, after winning the championship in November of 1979 with that 15th round stoppage against Wilfred Benitez, of course, he went on and defended the title against the 
uh, a formidable foe. I'm talking about Davy Boy Green from from the uh, UK, and he knocked Davy Boy Green, I think, out in the third round with one of the most beautiful three punch combinations you will ever see thrown in your life. Not only was it beautiful, it was vicious. In other words, Ray put some meanness in that, dug his toes into the canvas, and Davy Boy went to sleep. Now, that's what you're supposed to do with guys that aren't of your stature. Um, I mean, if I had if I had 35 or 40 fights as an amateur and they put me in there against a guy that was like 3-0 and and he was a 1-2 and or something like that, they'd expect me to drill him right away. That's just the way it's supposed to be. You're supposed to make those kind of statements, okay? Earl Spence made that kind of statement. Terrence Crawford, he doesn't seem to get it. You know, a couple of years ago, I tried to convince Terrence to go to, uh, to, go to the Philippines and fight Manny Pacquiao in an outdoor arena and call it like the thrill in Manila 2. He could be like Ali all over again, you know, because, you know, Manny Pacquiao couldn't beat him if he had three arms. Okay, no way, no how. So, you know, he, he looks at me. And we're, I think we're sitting in, in, in Puerto Rico at the time. He looks at me and he goes, I don't think so, man. I, I'm an American. <clears throat> no, no, no. But you're not the United States champion, Terrence, or Bud. You're the world champion. So you're supposed to fight around the world, pal. Not just, you know, fighting at home in Omaha, Nebraska, or in Las Vegas under, under uh, friendly lights. And he looked at me and he said, you know, I don't have to go to Philippines, I can make money here. So he's one of those guys. This sort of reminds me of Bret Hart, the hitman in wrestling. In other words, he Bret Hart was content with making four or five hundred grand a year as champion uh, of the WWE. When the other guys they were champion before him and after him made a lot more money. And the reason why they made a lot more money was they demanded it. And, and Bret was Bret was just down with making four hundred grand as long as he was champion. Well, I think that <clears throat> Mr. Crawford was down with making you know somewhere around a million bucks um, gross. Uh, with the junior welterweight championship, as long as the fights were somewhat, you know, I mean, he hasn't been tested. Nobody's really went out there and said, you know, take him into the five, round five, round six when he's behind or he's cut or anything like that. So Terrence Crawford, although he's three, three, 33 and 0, he's really not been tested yet. Okay, so last week he had a chance against Jeff Horn. And Jeff Horn, as I said, um, I don't want to cap on Jeff Horn, but Jeff Horn would probably have a tough time winning the Golden Gloves over here. Maybe not today, but. 10, 15 years ago. Maybe boxing is, has descended uh, to the point where guys like Jeff Horn could beat Manny Pacquiao, although I think Manny was on the way out anyway. Of course, Manny's like 99 going on 115. You know he's old, like Emmanuel, Emmanuel Pacquiao, the bus driver. And of course, coming back July the 12th, this big fight with Lucas Matezzi. Man, here's what's up. If he doesn't stop Matezzi, what happens? Because, you know, M- Lucas Matezzi can, can crack. He can really crack. I mean, this, uh, the guy is not... He's not art. He's not really artful or anything like that. But he cracks and he cracks. He throws punches from awkward directions and, and he throws punches from the opposite side. So he he is a tough guy to deal with. This will be at 147 pounds. I never thought that Manny Pacquiao was a bona fide 147 pounder, and he won't drop to 140 pounds and make 140 pounds anymore. So I guess that's where it's at. Because at 140, if he was to go to 140, he would have had to fight Crawford, and that was like no, 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 no. Because you know. And, he doesn't want to fight Crawford either. He might have been forced into it had the had it been thrown out to the public that that Crawford would be willing to go over to the Philippines and stage this outdoor fight, you know, in front of a hundred thousand people. In fact, speaking of a hundred thousand people, Luisito Espinoza, the Filipino ex featherweight champion, for a minute <coughs> uh, out of the Philippines in San Francisco and then Newark, California, and the East Bay, and this and that, he fought in front of a mi- almost like a million people over there, a million two, something like that, and didn't get paid. That's what I was told. That's what he told me. He didn't get paid. He fought in front of a million people. So maybe that's why Bud Crawford's 
a little bit scared. But no, that can't be it because he will get paid. Crawford will get paid. I mean, Aaron won't take care of that. Um, there's no doubt about it. It would probably be the biggest fight in Asia in a long time. And, you know, in Asians, they are uh, becoming a bigger piece of the boxing pie. It was always like the Mexicans. The Mexicans on pay-per-view. The Mexicans, the Mexicans, the Mexicans. Well, Asian people are buying into combat sports more and more as we go. Um, and especially younger Asian people. The millennials, they're getting into MMA. There's no doubt about it. And boxing. You know, I mean, that's their, that's, those are the, these are the ancient sports from, from Japan, from Japan and, and, um, and Thailand. No doubt about it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Don't forget, this is an off week for mixed martial arts. So if you're a, a MMA fan, you can take the week off. Next week, June 23rd, of course, coming to you from Singapore. That's right, good old Singapore, baby, the Singapore Indoor Stadium. Have never been to Singapore. Flown on Singapore Airlines several times, a number of times, but never um, been to Singapore. By the way, it's the best airline in the entire world. Um, not only do they treat you like kings, um, it's just, it's just it, that's it. They treat you like, like a king. Even when you fly coach, they treat you like a king. But Pedro doesn't fly coach. Anyway, the UFC fight night next week, the 23rd, from Singapore, will feature uh, the cowboy, Donald Cerrone. Of course, he's always in those rumbles as far as the MMA world is concerned. He's a guy that will take a fight in a minute. And he took a fight in a minute, and he will uh, he actually pre- prepared for this fight well, and we'll see what happens. There's, you know, He's another guy that's um, maybe an 8, 9, or 10 guy. We'll get into that probably in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide when we talk mixed martial arts. In our next segment, we're bringing, of course, Earl Spence. We're talking about the guy that just destroyed Carlos Acampo last night. Bud Crawford, are you listening? Bud Crawford's trainer, Big Daddy Mac, are you listening? What's up, Big Mac? Are you listening, man? Come on. I mean, you had the chance to go out there and make a statement. And you didn't. You went out there, you boxed a little bit, you know, and then you went for the kill when it was finally obvious that, you know, this guy wasn't even in your league. We well, you should have known that from the start. That's the confidence that Terrence Crawford, I don't think, has. And for Bob Arum to come out and call him, like, uh, greater than the aforementioned Ray Charles Leonard, <clears throat> Bob Arum, and admit, he smokes a lot of weed. He admits it, okay? He doesn't drink. He smokes weed. Um, he's smoking a lot of weed to say that. I mean, he's the, he, he, uh, I understand he's, he's, he's got, you know, he's promoting the guy. I mean, that's what he's supposed to say, but better than Leonard, that's pushing the envelope quite a, I mean, that's, that's pushing the envelope beyond reality. Sugar Ray Leonard in a class of his own, I think, well, maybe, you know, Roberto Duran and, and Tommy Hearns and guys like that, they were in Ray's class, but not too many other people. And no, I don't consider Floyd Mayweather one of those people either. Now you may take me to task on that take me out to the woodshed and try to smack me around on the text line. But, you know, I just don't think that Mayweather's that great of a fighter. I think he found a, a, a groove. I think he found a good generation uh, of fighters that basically, um, I won't say they were one-dimensional, but they never knew how to go to game two or game three or, or step two or step three. In other words, if a game A didn't work, if plan A didn't work, it was all over. I mean, ask Robert Guerrero when he fought Floyd Mayweather. He was going to bow box him. I mean, the guy's never outboxed anybody in his life. He was an outbox, the best boxer in the world. you got to be kidding me. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, the mighty Tower of Power. Ain't nothing stopping us now, baby, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network.
Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from Resort Release, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get rid of their expensive timeshares. Once you've made that decision to get rid of your timeshare for any reason, Resort Release is offering a Better Business Bureau accredited way to legally get rid of your timeshare guaranteed. We guarantee to get rid of your timeshare payments permanently. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your expensive timeshare, call now and see if we can help you. At Resort Release, you don't pay anything until you're ready. If you're ready to learn how to permanently get rid of your costly timeshare, make this complimentary free call right now. 800-598-0539-800-598-0539-800-598-0539. That's 800-598-0539. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, at the three-minute mark of round number one, a referee in charge, Lawrence Cole, reaches the count of ten. He is the winner by way of knockout boxing's pride of Dallas and still the Truth takes care of business in front of this adoring crowd. And let's go back to Jim Gray. All right, Mo, thank you very much. Errol, congratulations. That was quite a performance. How do you assess such a quick stoppage? 
Um, I was a little disappointed. Um, I wanted to get the crowd, the crowd their money's worth, and I wanted him to, you know, to, to sustain a little bit, take a little bit more punishment. But, you know, the body shot landed right on point, and they dropped him. The first one came in a bit low. Did you detect from that that he was a little bit weak and you knew you could follow up? Um, well, he didn't react. He reacted kind of weirdly when I hit him with a body shot. He kind of bounced back a little bit, so I knew that if I hit him again, he'd probably drop or he probably would react again the wrong way. And then I would just keep going to the body. That's my game plan anyway. I'm the body snatcher. So when you do something this quick, the body snatcher, that's good. So when you do something this quick, is it satisfying or is it a bit frustrating? Um, it's a little bit satisfying. I mean, satisfied. I'm a little satisfied, but, you know, I want to get a crowd of money's worth. They come out here to support me. You know what I'm saying? It's a big, it's a big event. And we de we'll definitely be back. We'll definitely be back. Maybe after I unify, unify some titles, we'll come back here again and make this the annual thing where I'm fighting here. All right, before we talk about what's next, let's take a look here at the fight, very brief as it was. Tell us, from your vantage point, what you saw and how you were able to take advantage of these body shots. Here comes the first one. Right there in the soda plex, and I went on the outside because he kept ducking. He kept ducking. He was trying to come underneath. And that's my game plan anyway when I come on that side to check the body and see how he reacted in the first round. And if he reacts weirdly, I keep going to the body and keep breaking her down. Now, you get a fight here at the star. Growing up, you've told us many times you wanted to be a Dallas Cowboy. You got out of football, got into boxing. Now you're performing in front of the Dallas Cowboys. And this gentleman right here, Hall of Famer Jerry Jones, what was this moment like for you? Oh, this moment is great, man. This, this is a dream. I mean, I want to play for the Dallas Cowboys. Now I'm fighting in front of the Dallas Cowboys, fighting in front of Jerry Jones, the owner. And, oh, uh, man, this is a dream come true. we definitely be back and make this an annual thing. I thank you for letting me use your arena and, uh, using and just promoting me. And uh, I appreciate that a lot. Thank you to the whole Dallas Cowboys organization. Aaron, you make the Cowboys, you make sports proud tonight. Um, this room was full of Dallas Cowboy football players supporting you. Uh, they share your passion. I saw a guy in this ring that knew what he wanted. I know what he wants, okay? We all saw that. When you knock a man out by hitting him right on the side of his back, you're bad to the bone, all right? <laughs> Jerry, you've won three championships as the owner. How does this guy compare on a championship level to what you've achieved? Well, I love his awareness. He's aware of his sport. He uh, had a plan from the beginning. Uh, he is exceptionally gifted. He has a family that are behind him. And uh, the Cowboys, our family, just want to be behind him as well. You're going to have him back. We're going to fight here again, maybe in the big stadium. He is a champion. He can fight again tonight if somebody wants to step up here. <laughs> Yes, that means yes. So let's ask you. We got Garcia and Porter going to fight, and we also have uh, Keith Thurman, who is out right now, but he's going to be coming back. What would you like to do next? And also, Bud Crawford would like to get into this conversation as well. What would you like to do? Uh, first, you know, I'd like to congratulate you for being inducted. I mean, getting into the Hall of Fame. You know, thank you very much. Thing. Thank you. You'll have your day. Thank you very much. Hopefully, I will. You put in a lot of time. But, um, 41 years. You don't have to fight that long. I think you're well on your way. <laughs> but, um, you know, I want to fight the best. Um, Danny Garcia and Sean Porter fighting each other. I definitely want to make that a unified fight and we fight each other. We both got the same management. We both fight on Showtime. Why not? Why not make it happen? This year? 
Um, I think they fight in September, so it's probably not going to happen this year. But next year, I definitely want that fight, whenever it's available. Errol, it's great to be here in your hometown. Terrific performance. Thank you. And I'd like to thank everybody for coming out and supporting me. I really appreciate that. I love y'all, and I'll definitely be back. You know, the entire interview is playing, 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 right? And I don't get this, this, this inclination. I don't feel compelled to sneeze until, like, there's 10 seconds left in the interview. And, like, I'm going, no, no, no. Anyway, you are tuned to Ring Real Radio, Real Live Talk Radio. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, of course, coming to you from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. Let's go from San Francisco to Hartford, Connecticut. The rising, uh, call him a folk hero. They call him Popeye. Get this. Richard Popeye, the sailor man, Rivera, kept his pro record, uh, Stellar, baby. 8-0 now, 7 knockouts. Whacking a guy by the name of Jaime Solario. Came in at 12-3, left at 12-4 with 9 KOs. Pretty good puncher was Solario, but not when it came to the Sailor Man Rivera. And, of course, that name, the fact that he's, you know, selling um, he's selling tickets, man. People are starting to come into arenas, and they can take notice of guys like that. That's how boxing starts. It's a seedling. It turns from a seedling into a clone or a little a little plant. And then, you know, it grows and grows and grows. And hopefully it becomes a tree. I mean, when you have a champion, that's basically a boxing tree complete, no doubt about it. Jack and the Beanstalk, I don't know if the Popeye Rivera is going to rise to those levels, but he is definitely a good fighter, no doubt about it. Javier Fortuna, now 35-2-1. And Adrian Granados, the fight was stopped with 10 seconds left in round number four when Fortuna fell out of the ring and hit his head after a push from the other guy. In an accidental injury, so it's a no decision. We get this, pushed out of the ring, hits his head, concussion, falling on the floor. Anyway, the referee had no points. There were a couple of points already taken away from uh, from Fortunas for holding behind the head. Anyway, it was a dirty fight. It ended dirty, and that's just the way it was. Bottom line is, not a great fight. Shouldn't have been on television. It was on some of the uh, undercard feeds. Speaking of Showtime, they're coming back on the 22nd of June, of course, with the first lady of boxing. I'm talking about Clarissa Shields, undefeated now the world middleweight champion, according to the IBF and WBA. Of course, the two-time Olympian, I believe, taking on Hanny Gabriels. Hannah was the Hannah is a WBO 154-pound champion, so she's going to move up six pounds. You know, it's interesting when when people move up and down in weight, especially up in weight, because you know you think that wow, I'm going to have you, I'm going to be stronger. You'd be fighting bigger people. I found that out. I keep saying that week in and week out, but I'm telling you, this moving up weight. That's why Crawford. He wasn't able to, he didn't have the intestinal fortitude or the um, the will to go out there and try to destroy Jeff Horn from the start. If he had, I mean, he didn't have it because he was move, moving up in weight. It was uncharted waters for him. But still, you should have got the feel, you know, of Jeff Horn earlier. He was nothing but strong. That's all he was was strong. He should have been able to put him away a lot earlier. I'm not trying to say put him away in the way Ocampo was drilled by Earl Spence last night, but you've got to make a statement. And, you talk, and if you're trying to build a super fight on, for Spence and Crawford, Crawford didn't do his part as far as building the fight up. Spence, he did his part. Of course, Spence wants to fight people like maybe the winner of Sean Porter and Danny Garcia. Interesting fight. No doubt about it. Interesting fight. And they're all talking about having the same management. Of course, that being Al Heyman, the bad guy in boxing. That's what he is in the minds of a lot of people. The bad guy. Of course, he's given fighters or has given fighters tremendous purses. So I'm all out for paying the fighters, okay? But you know, when he when he gets guys and he keeps them on the shelf for a long time, and, you know, Don King was guilty of that when he controlled the entire heavyweight division. I mean, Don had all these heavyweights from, like, number 1 to number 20, and, you know, the guys from, like, 7 to 12, well, 7 to 7 to 12, and from there on, you know, they didn't they didn't fight that often. Maybe once a year, once every year and a half. I'm serious. But Don would pay them. 
You know, they get paid, but they only fight once a year, once or twice a year. Anyway, that was the Don King inactivity as far as, that was the Don King syndrome when it came to heavyweights. At least that's what we thought. Of course, a lot of guys, you know, that were with Don King just got, it's heavyweights in general. The fact that you don't have to make a weight, I really think takes away the discipline factor for a lot of these guys. It just does. You don't, I don't have to make weight. I've, I, you don't know how many heavyweights have told me that over the years. Henry Tillman told me that we were running in uh, Colorado Springs, of course, the former world cruiserweight champion in, in 19, take that back, 2000, not dead, 1984 Olympic gold medals. God, my time's flying here. 1984 Olympic gold medals. I remember I had to get up and run like a 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning in, uh, <laughs> in Colorado Springs, the Olymp- Western Olympic trials. And, and Henry didn't have to get up until noon. So Henry was out there running. While I was coming back from lunch, Henry was out there running. So I put a, I pitched a, a B.I. You know what? I pitched a, a, a witch with a W. And Henry said to me, I don't have to make weight. That, that, that's, that's their story. I don't have to make weight. But I was up at 430 in the morning. And that was pretty crazy. When you're running in the, in, oh, it's just, it, it's incredibly cold when it's like 29 degrees and it's snowing in Colorado Springs. That was a nightmare, no doubt about it. But you did it. You did it for the will of the game because you were disciplined. You know you had to make weight. But I also want to say this. There was a Taco Bell across the street from the Olympic Training Center. And I am the guy that slid under the fence at about 1.30 in the morning. I think they closed at 2. I was the guy that slid under the fence about 1.30 in the morning, slid under a fence. I kid you not. Went over there, got two tacos, and came back, and uh, I grubbed a little bit. Yeah, you know, this is a little, everybody cheats. I don't mean cheating like taking steroids or, 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 or some type of performance enhancing drugs or, or taking the padding out of your gloves or anything like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about fighters. I mean, when, you, when you're making weight, when you're making it, well, I can sacrifice this to do that and things like that. You know, I remember I used to, I would run an extra a couple of miles in order to drink another soda. Just the way it was. If you would allow this, I mean, look, if I could drink another 16-ounce soda hmm, or some mineral water, that's what, that was my... My, my downfall, no doubt about it. It was the liquids. It wasn't the food. It was the liquids. I would just liquid myself up, man. One night I went to bed at 139, woke up the next morning at 144 and didn't eat anything. Yeah, I was dehydrated, so I was drinking all night. Didn't even realize it. Straight up, you are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. I'm going to bring you a short clip from the late George Carlin on the other side of the break here. I'm talking about George Carlin, of course, the iconic comedian, stand-up comedian, man. Him and Mort Saul, I mean, they were sort of the guys, the guys that started all. Anyway, we'll hear from George Carlin. Guess what he's talking about? Vietnam and Muhammad Ali. Of course, Ali now been gone almost two years. The great Muhammad Ali. I'll never forget him. Everywhere I go, man, people say to me, you knew Ali? You know Ali? Yeah, I knew Ali. Pretty cool. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. As we go to the break, some of the WBO champions, 135 pounds is Ray Tran, of course, Vasil Lomachenko, the man who, God, he's a monster, 130, not 135. Wow, Oscar Valdez at featherweight, and Cindy Serrano doing her thing. Cindy could fight really good at 126, of course, out of the New York area. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, SB Nation Radio Network, Sports Sports. I keep going, a thousand different internet platforms. The bottom line is, you're tuned to the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live we don't back down from nobody. We can take it in the street if you want to.
If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. And the big fight is coming up. Ali and Frazier, Muhammad Ali. I call him Muhammad Ali because that's what he wants. Oh, yeah, he's a big dude and he hits hard, you know. I'll call him what he wants. But uh, it's good that he's being allowed to work again. As you know, he couldn't work for three years. Uh, Of course, he had a strange job beating people up. But that was his, you know, his right. He could have that job. Government wanted him to change jobs. Government wanted him to kill people. He thought it over and he said, no, that's where I draw the line. Uh, I'll beat him up and I don't want to kill him. And the government told him, well, if you won't kill him, we won't let you beat him up. Uh,
And it was all because he didn't want to go to Vietnam, and now we're getting out of Vietnam through Laos and Cambodia. <laughs> but it's got to be the long way. You've got to go through China and Russia to get out that way. What are we going to tell them? We'll only be here a short time. We're just looking for a trail. Well, maybe they'll go for it. I don't know. Of course, we're only there in Southeast Asia for one reason, to free the people so they can have industry. Isn't that what we do everywhere, I think? We kind of free people and then lay a little industry on them so they can have all the benefits of industry that we have. <coughs> oh. oh, beautiful for smoggy skies, insecticided grain, for strip-mined mountains, majesty above the asphalt plain. America, America, man sheds his waste on thee and hides the pines with billboard signs from sea to oily sea. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Talk to the hand. From George Carlin to the average white band. They're not actually average. They're not all white even. In fact, the lead singer is black. I'm talking about Brent Carter, former Tower of Power lead in town this past Friday night, San Mateo, California, playing the fair. The fairgrounds was nice crowd, no doubt about it. And of course, he's with Average White Band now, has been for the last eight years now, the lead singer. And of course, Jeff Tamalier, Mr. Guitar. I mean, he's like the Jimi Hendrix of funk. I kid you not. Here's what's up. He was with Starship, and then he went with Tower of Power, and now he's with doing some work with AWB. I mean, Jeff's just an amazing guitar player, no doubt about it. But both those guys got together, of course, with Will Gorey, of course, the, the original AWB member. Seven guys and all, and they just tore Sam Mateo apart the other night, no doubt about it. I want to thank them for them backstage passes. They kicked ass, and I got to see my buddy Tiger Delacruz. He was in the crowd, of course, with his lovely wife. I want to give them props. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside. Look at the world of boxing and MMA. To show you how corrupted, and it has to be, it has to be corrupt to an extent, that the BoxRec.com pound-for-pound ratings are, I'm going to run them down to you. Wow. Terrence Crawford's number one with 1,082 points. Saul Alvarez is number two with 990 points. Golovkin's number three with 861 points. Number four is Vasil Lomachenko. With 813 points. Uh, number, oh yeah, <laughs> that monster is Super Flyway from Thailand, Wistico Wankake. Uh, he's got 753, point, 753 points. Anyway, what I'm trying to tell you is that Terrence Crawford is not the best fighter pound for pound in the world. We just like went through this how Crawford, you know, looks so ordinary or looked, you know, yeah, you, I mean, he looked ordinary compared, compared to Spence. I mean, you're comparing both guys for a future fight. I mean, both guys are going into trying to set up a super fight. And if you try to set up the super fight, you try to do it with, with, with you know, like eye-opening uh, performances. And I just don't think that Mr. Crawford's performance was eye-opening, per se. I really don't. Of course, Jeff Horn, eh, a rough, tough guy, but no, no, no killer, no doubt about that. Anyway, Crawford, now 33-0. and Alvarez, 49-1, and of course, coming up on that second fight in September with Gennady Golovkin. Evidently, Golovkin's a 2-1, or somebody's a 2-1 favorite. I got to check on the odds. I was looking at... Yeah, I guess it's Canelo. I guess they're going to try to... No, no, they're not. Anyway, we'll get to the odds in a bit. Anyway, Alvarez, 49-1-1, 49-1-2. The as the aforementioned middleweight champion of the world, 38-0 in a draw. Uh, Vasilo Menchenko, 11-1. What a killer he is. Uh, the aforementioned Wissakal Wankak. Ye God, out of Thailand, that southpaw. What a monster. 45-4. 31 years old now. 
uh, with a draw. I mean, he is a monster. Luis Neary, not big on the Superman away, but Anthony Joshua, the current WBO, of course, uh, WBO, like, like four or five different sanctioning bodies, heavyweight title uh, champion. I'm talking about Anthony Joshua now. Was he now 21-0 with 20 knockouts, of course, <clears throat> looking to set up a fight, I think, with Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, of course, the, the ex-champion, the guy that said he had uh, emotional issues, actually was hooked on cocaine. Yeah, I guess cocaine will cause you to have emotional issues and you can't fight or train. And he went up to like 350 pounds if it wasn't close to 400. I mean, we're talking about a guy that's almost seven foot tall, okay? And he's like fat as, like fat, you know? I mean, real, real, real fat. Now he's trimmed down a little bit. And last week he took out some um, some guy that was like a foot and a half taller than him and like 90 pounds lighter than him. And, and surprisingly, Tyson Fury was a winner. Yeah, oh, boy. Anyway, Tyson Fury and Joshua, that's the big fight in the U.K., and I think they will, will do that this year. I think they're going to wait on Mr. Uh, Fury to have one more fight in August. They'll set the fight up for November. Joshua will probably do this in front of 90,000 people, maybe 100,000 people. But that fight in the U.K. or anywhere in Europe, but especially in the U.K., they could probably sell. I'm not kidding you either. They could probably sell a quarter million, more than a quarter million seats. They just could. If they had the arena, if, if they had the arena that size, and the seating was, you know, comparable to boxing. They would sell that many seats in the U.K. I kid you not. Joshua is that big of a guy. Tyson Fury, um, legendary, you know, but flaky as he is, but he's still undefeated. The former world heavyweight champion. What do you say? You're champion until you get beat when you're the world heavyweight champion. Of course, Muhammad Ali, when he, uh, George, George Carlin was just talking about him going, not going to Vietnam and having his, uh, his license taken away from him. Man, that was, that, was a, that was a tough road to hoe. That was a tough road to hoe. I mean, at some point in time, there were times when he was broke. I mean, he was doing public speaking tours, trying to make money this and that, but that, that, wasn't, all that wasn't all that glorious a time for Muhammad Ali. The number eight guy in the pound-for-pound pound list is Leo Santa Cruz, the winner last week over Abner Maris, who was a 12-round decision. Uh, that was a you know, decent fight. Of course, these guys are, were both trying to do that face-first type of stuff, real entertaining. They fought once before. Basically, this fight wasn't as good as the first one, but it was an okay fight. Michael Miguel Burchett is ranked number nine. He is the super featherweight. Oleg Yusek, the WBO cruiserweight champion, is ranked number 10. And he is a monster. He's 14 you know, only 14 fights. They call him the best fighter in, um, in Europe, I kid you not. Earl Spencer is coming in at, wow, 24-0 now. Earl looking so sharp last night. Those body shots, baby. Those body shots. Ashley, yeah. But I don't want to talk. I'm, but I, I just can't go on and on enough about body shots. I really can't. You knew Earl Spencer when he was saying, Manny Pacquiao ranked number 12, according to theboxrec.com. Of course, Pacquiao coming in 59-7-2, and going to take on Lucas Matezzi. That's going to go down July 12th. Of course, coming to come Kuala Lumpur. Good luck on that one. Malaysia is probably going to lose their ass money-wise. Carl Frampton. That's why Frampton used to come alive. Now 25-1. and He's fighting at featherweight. Isaac Dobos. Never heard of this guy. He's a super bantamweight. Um, he is 8-19-0. And George Groves rounds out the top 15. As far as box rec is concerned, he's a uh, super middleweight from the U.K. He's 28-3. Now, next on the line is Danny Garcia, Gary Russell, Mikey Garcia. Speaking of Mikey Garcia, he admits right now there's no fight out there but mm, the fight with Lomachenko. There is no fight out there for him. Of course, man, I mean, he was off two and a half years, and, and during that for that time off, Al Heyman paid him uh, supposedly handsomely, like a couple of million bucks at least. So that's, that's, that's what it was. That's what he... That's what he was willing to take to sit out the time. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a coin toss as to whether it's a plus or a minus. In other words, 
you know, it was cool that you got the money and you didn't fight, you didn't take the miles off your body, but you were off two and a half years, and how much will that take off your, your peak anyway? Bottom line is Mikey Garcia, not 38, no, looking to hook it up with the Solomonchenko. Mikey says there's no other fight out there but that fight. I got to give him, I, I think that's right. I think he's right. There is no other fight out there but that fight. Speaking of fights at 175, how about Adonis Stevenson finally fighting Sergey Kovalov? Come on, man. I remember last time Adonis Stevenson was asked who he wanted to fight, and they said, you want to fight Kovalov? He said, I want to fight Bernard Hopkins. Bernard was like 51, maybe 50. All right, now yeah, 50. Okay, I'm serious. 5-0. He was 50 years old, and Adonis Stevenson was calling out a guy 50 years old because Stevenson not looking as good in his last fight. I don't know if he's ready to go, but he's like 40 years old, and Father Time is knocking on his door as well. Speaking of Kovalov now, the light heavyweight title holder of the World Boxing Organization, 32-2 and two with a draw. Good-looking fighter, no doubt about it. Maybe the best now at 175. He and Stevenson, I think they need to settle a score. Of course, Kovalov, no puppy either, 35 years old. The aforementioned Sean Porter taking on Danny Garcia, of course, later this summer. Sean Porter comes in at 28-2. Sean Porter, the shortest welterweight out there, and, and I never understood why guys that they, they they won't they won't take off the extra weight. I, I don't get it. I mean, I think if he had a dietitian and things like that, he can go down to 140 and fight at 140 and have a physical size advantage over people, or at least be able to, you know, engage him a little bit more. In other words, at one four at 147, he's just struggling to get inside all the time because he's so short. I mean, size is everything. Size is everything in combat sports and pornography. I kid you not. One eight hundred eight seven eight play. That's one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five nine. Did I tell you? We're going to Managua, Nicaragua, of course, the home of the great, late, the late great, the iconic one, my man, my buddy, my partner, Alexis Arguello. Of course, that's going to go down October 29th through November 2nd as the World Boxing Organization will hold their annual conference and convention in Managua, Nicaragua this year. Of course, you're invited to attend. If you'd like to, you can check out the uh, how to get there by going to WBOboxing.com. The website is WBOboxing.com and check out the convention stuff and you figure out how to get there. But we look forward to seeing you. Of course, there's nothing but transparency in the World Boxing Organization. Our ratings committees, uh, we rate fighters, you know, we'll sit down and like who ends up being number eight, number seven, that kind of stuff. Well, it's all out there done in the open. It's done in a public forum. If you'd like to come, if you're coming to the convention or you're in Managua at the time, you're in Nicaragua, you know, bottom line is you can come and see how transparent the World Boxing Organization is. That's right, the WBO. Check them out, WBOboxing.com. Looking at the rest of the fighters coming up this year, um, as far as the top fighters in the world are concerned, I just I, I wish that Joshua would have, like, Joshua would, like, come over here to the United States, have a fight against a guy like myself or Scott Cuddy, and, you know, drill me or drill Scott and, you know, do what you're supposed to do and get Americans to look at you, do it on American television. I won't say for free, but, you know, just doing one in a position where the the majority of American boxing fans are going to see you because if they get hooked on you, as well as the, the uh, U.K. people being hooked on you, man, you can build a worldwide pay-per-view presence, of course, much like Prince Sassim Ahmed did. Wow, Ahmed. Did I ever tell you how much Ahmed was getting from the, the Arab Emirates? They were giving him like $5 million bucks just to show his fight on TV. $5 million bucks. Five. This is for TV rights. This is like 2002, 2003. I kid you not. He wasn't getting... $5 million in a purse, some of those fights. But he was getting, you know, big, big money. And that was just United Arab Emirates. I mean, Saudi Arabia paid him a fee, and all the different little uh, Arab countries over there paid him fees, man. That guy made a lot of money. In fact, speaking of a lot of money, I guess he ate it all, because when I last saw a picture of him, 
the 126-pound champion was now somewhere around, get this, 250 pounds. How does somebody do that? How do you double in weight? I mean, I know girls. Uh, I shouldn't say that. Uh, yeah, I do. I know girls that double in weight. I, I, I really do. You know, we grew up and together, and, and I knew them and this and that. Now they're double weight. Or if there was like 115, now they're like 230. I kid you not. But, but not too many guys do that. Anyway, maybe they do. Straight up, you tune to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside look at the world of boxing and MMA. Little new birth to the break. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. And while I was having my coffee, my woman came in, sat down by my side. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800 485 6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. 
Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992-800-223-0992-800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I'm sorry. I am not like you guys. Somebody said to me, Pedro, can you tell some Don King stories? I don't know if I could tell them in like, I don't know. I just, no, all right. How about the time Mike Tyson punched him in the nose? I kid you not. Actually, what happened was Mike Tyson was, uh, was grabbing was grabbing Don King. They were going they were going uh, from one spot in Fort Lauderdale to Lauderdale to another spot in Fort Lauderdale down there in Florida. It was raining, and uh, Mike Tyson got into an argument. And the chauffeur, of course, was this big three hundred pound guy. He got out, and he's like he was going to try to defend Don King, and, and like you know, boom, boom, boom. Mike slapped him around, slapped Don around this way. That was Mike doing his thing. Of course, Mike Tyson, not Don King's best friend nowadays, but back in the day, man, those guys were like. Those guys were together. I mean, those guys were thick, no doubt about it. Of course, when Mike Tyson got out of jail, that was the um, th- that's when he and King, I think, were at their tightest. Of course, and I think that Don King, of course, sacrificed um, uh, Mr. Tyson as far as his his rape trial was concerned, because I thought there was all kinds of potential reasonable doubt there, being a both uh, having worked both sides of the case, both as a criminal defense and a criminal prosecutor, as far as an investigator is concerned. So I worked both sides of that fence and. I thought there was all kinds of reasonable doubt there for, for Tyson to get off on an acquittal. I mean, I really did. And, of course, it didn't happen that way. But what happened was that Don King hired an accountant, a, a taxing attorney, to go in there and handle Mike Tyson's criminal trial. That didn't work out too well. Plus, the guy was from out of town, worked against him there in the state of Indianapolis, Indiana. Did you not? And of course, that was a, that's, that's a tame Don King story. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking through the world of boxing and MMA. Don't forget, another hour of Ring Talk Live Worldwide to come. And don't forget, we come to you each and every Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time. 11 a.m. Pacific time, Sunday and Sunday, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Until next time, thank you so much for listening.